Swing and a drive! Welcome to Red, White, and Blue Jays, the podcast home of Blue Jays Fans UK, a group connecting Blue Jays fans around the UK and beyond and telling their stories. And now, here's the host of Red, White, and Blue Jays, Steve Hunter. Hi, Blue Jays fans. Thank you so much for tuning in again tonight. Excited to bring to you our episode four of Red, White, and Blue Jays. The podcast where we get to chat to Blue Jays fans around the UK, uh, Canada, and uh, any part of the world. We love talking to you, or I love talking to you. So if you've got any stories that you want to come and share with me, please do get in touch. All the contact details are given at the end of the podcast. Uh, so please find me and uh, let me know, and we'll we'll make sure we line up a date and and get you on. Tonight, I'm really excited to have our guest with us. We've been trying to get this appointment in the diary for a couple of weeks now, and, and mainly because of my family life. I've had to keep putting it off, so my, many apologies, but we have finally got tonight uh, to get together with, with Alan. Alan, thank you so much for being patient. Really warm welcome to you. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing not too bad, thank you. I'm okay at the moment, yeah. Good man. Alan, just tell us a little bit about yourself, what, what's happening in life with you at the moment, so uh, everybody can find out a little bit more about you. Okay, I'm Alan. I'm uh, retired. I'm uh, 71. Um, I worked as a um, school machinist uh, for the first half of my career, and then the second half I was in uh, IT um, application development, so a bit of a change of career at the at the halfway point, but uh, I enjoyed every minute of it. And uh, I, I did my 50 years, so it's 15 to 65, and uh, I'm glad I'm doing what I'm doing now. As my dad said, it's the retirement. He said it's the best job he'd ever had. So I totally agree with him on that point. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think probably uh, all of us uh, have dreams and goals for our retirement and what it will look like and, uh, and so on. So uh, I'm sure you're absolutely enjoying that season of uh, of your life yeah so how do you feel your days now what what is uh what does a day in alan's life look like i get up um at seven or eight o'clock depending on on what i've got to do that day breakfast shower breakfast and uh, take my dog out um and in the morning i try to uh do um the jobs that need doing around the house and uh in the afternoon, I'm trying to uh, reserve that time for myself and uh, do hobbies and bits and pieces and, you know, things that I want to do. And uh, then I uh, I've seen and then watch a bit of TV at night or go out as may be. I'm now looking, I'm, I'm looking after myself now. Um, fortunately, my wife died about six months ago. Um, that's been a big, um, a big wrench and a big um a massive, a massive change of direction for me. It's it's um, it, it it's been quite diff- It has been quite difficult, but um, I think I've turned a corner. I've uh, I've got I've got much family in Lancashire, but I have a branch of the family in London. So um, I'm going. I I've been down there beginning of October to see them all, and I must have behaved myself because they've invited me back for New yeah. Year's. <laughs> between after Christmas and coming back in the new year. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. 
really looking forward to that. Certainly, uh, we pass on our sympathies to you at the, the loss of your wife. And that was um, one of the reasons that we first got in contact with each other in terms of the importance of having connections with, with people, and particularly in, in our case, a love of of the Blue Jays and, and how that's helped you through this season of your life. And perhaps we'll, we'll chat a little bit more about that in a moment. But just give us a bit of um, a backdrop to how you came to be a Blue Jays fan then. Uh, I know I know a bit of your story, but uh, for everybody else, just, just give us a bit of a flavour how you how you came to follow the Jays. Well, it, I'll, I'll take you back a little bit further. I left school at 15 and a half and took an apprenticeship uh, a Royal Ordnance Factory in locally in Blackburn uh, became a school machinist and um, did my semi apprenticeship. I came out of that a couple of years later. I moved to British Aerospace. They have a big assembly plant here in Lancashire at Salisbury. I was working there for about ten years, building um, Jaguars and tornadoes. And then about this time, uh, I. Itchy feet, and uh, we'd, I'd been married then. I'm married in '75, and uh, in '79 we uh, we moved from um, where we were in East Lancashire to um, to Windsor, Ontario. Uh, emigration uh, to a job there, and that's where the kind of the Blue Jays story started indirectly. Uh, there was one I was we, we got there in the May of eight, uh, of '79, and, and in the October of 1879, uh, I was we were walk, we were shopping on Saturday Saturday afternoon, walking through the uh, the big mall in the city centre, and uh, the, all all the TV sets running, the display sets running Sears, and I had a look down and um, I thought, oh, this looks interesting, and it was the um, one of the games in the 1979 World Series between uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pirates and the uh, Baltimore Orioles. And I thought, oh, that because I, I never, ever seen any baseball, knew any, nothing about it. Babe Ruth, maybe, but oh, New York Yankees, oh, apart from that, nothing. And I looked at it, I thought, oh, this looks interesting. And um, stayed there 10, 15 minutes watching it, just just mesmerised by this this game and the pitching and the batting. I, I can't remember any of the details, but, you know, it's sort of, it, it really... It really hooked. I was really hooked on it in just after 15 minutes. Um, in the spring of the following year, 1980, we moved from Windsor up to Brampton, Ontario, which is just a little bit northwest of Toronto. And uh, as we were getting rid of us, I said to my wife, um, oh, it looks like they've got a baseball team in Toronto, aren't they? And I said, yeah, they have. It's uh, the Blue Jays. All right. So when we got up there, he at that time, it was on the TV, CTV, nearly every weekend. Uh, of course, you had the famous Tom Cheek and Jerry Howarth on the CFTO radio. So I was into it right away. It took me, um, I should say, a full season to really understand what was going on. Because I know what to teach watching the TV and watching the games, but more so listening to the Tom and Jerry show. I mean, they really did teach me a lot. and. Um, uh, I remember one one night with with uh, Tom and Jerry. I, I was um, I was working in uh, at Pratt and Whitney, the aero engine manufacturer, and we had a big uh, a very very big job we were doing, and the machine had to be kept running constantly. We we normally didn't didn't work twenty four hours, 
but this machine had to be kept running constantly to finish this big job off. And the same week I was on, um, I was on the night shift, that's like midnight to 8 a.m., the Blue Jays run a West Coast road trip. So I had the, I was sat next to the machine, nobody else, hardly anybody else in the factory, and I just had the radio next to me, and I, I followed a full West Coast road trip through through, through uh, Tom Cheat and Jerry. It was absolutely brilliant. I'll never forget that week. They were just, you know, it really did help me pass the time and, and really, really relaxing. One of those things where I was kind of, machine watching, but I had to get up about every three quarters of an hour to fiddle with the controls and reset it, and then it would, it would go off again. So I didn't have really have a lot to do except to make sure the machine kept running. But the, said listening to those uh, radio broadcasts really, really brought it on. And um, I started following right through the 80s. So the, 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 um, the highlights of mine are, are, are all like early days because we left in 1989 before the World <laughs> Series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I missed it. I missed it. I left it before then. But um, I could see it coming. I, I, you know, we, we, we had like two decent pictures and then we get another picture and next year and then another one. And all of a sudden we had a starting rotation, which was quite strong. And, um, you know, they, they, they were trading batches and, 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 uh, you know the 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 performances were going up and up and up, and then you know, sort of 1985, 86, this kind of peaked around that years, and they uh, they won the division, and um, that's you know that's it was really happy days. Um, uh, really enjoy. In fact, I've I've got a book um, that I bought while just for a left. It's called the Official Blue Jays Hand Hand Album: A Dozen Years of Baseball Medal Memories. By Ken Fiddley and Fred Thornhill, and uh, about the 1980s. Look at that! Yeah, fantastic. Really, really good book. I'm sort of, I, I go through that every now and then just to nostalgia, remind myself how good it was. Yeah, yeah, and there were some good years in the 80s, weren't there? Yeah, there were. Yeah, there some really, really decent players. You know, you, you damn so Garcia's and. And Tony Fernandez and Willie Upshaw and uh, and then I think yeah, and we had Dave Steve and uh, Tom uh, Jim and uh, Jimmy Key and um, I think the final to me the final thing was when we got Tom Hankey as receiver uh, sorry reliever uh, the reliever um, it was awesome with Tom Hankey really good he had his glasses on and he he did a Glory down the down the path towards the batter and you know just really hard really glad to stare at him and then he throw a thunderbolt and <laughs> really good yeah enjoyed that in fact I liked it yeah so when you were in Windsor uh, I, I've I've travelled through Windsor uh, we did a trip uh, road trip from Toronto down to Chicago and so we drove down through Ontario and through London and then we stopped in Windsor. Saw Caesar's Palace and and all that sort of stuff on the uh, riverside there, looking over to Detroit. Uh, so, was there any temptation for you to become a Tigers fan? Yeah, there's. Um, uh, I've got a photograph of uh, me uh, with the car uh, we had at the time, and um, it had a, um, a Tigers uh, bumper sticker on it. I bought a Tigers bumper sticker for it. I never actually went to see them, but obviously, <laughs> with being in, in Windsor, uh, we could do. I mean, it was. Uh, 
1970, at that time, early 1980s, um, the, the main traffic went over the Ambassador Bridge, but they also had a tunnel which linked downtown to downtown. They'd wave us through it to the side, uh, on American side, they won't bother. And, you know, the, you went over on a, a weekend, a Saturday, Sunday, they won't stop. You just straight through, you're not bored. They, they won't now. I've, I've seen films of it now, and it's, you know, they practically take your car to bits when you go through the tunnel and come out the other end. Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly our experiences that when we, we went under the tunnel. And um, uh, as you say, it lands not far from Tiger Stadium, the, 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 the tunnel. We went through immigration. We all of us had to get out of the car. They split us up in my family into two two sections, and my wife with two of our kids in one one room, and me with the other two kids in the other room, and lots of questions of where we're we going and all this sort of stuff. It was it's pretty officious, but that's what I've heard in in bygone years. You know the ability for for Canadians to go across and, and watch some live baseball at uh, Tiger Stadium. It was you know really. Uh... In fact, it was that close. We were, we were driving around. Uh, uh, we'd, we'd been to it all, and we, we were driving around Detroit, and uh, my wife, Heather, she said, uh, why is the Stars and Stripes line over that built over there? I said, well, that's Tiger Stadium. I said, and we're in America. <laughs> she said, oh, all right. She didn't realise, because we've gone across that quick, you know, it's like two, two or three minutes and you're in Canada yeah. and then you're, then you're in America with no nobody stopping in between. It was like going through Mersey Tunnel. There was no difference. You know? So she got, a, she got a bit confused as to which side of the river we're on. Why is she like that built over, over that? We're in America. Oh, oh, yeah. She forgot. So were you in Windsor when the Jays kicked off in 77 still? We, you, you were up in Brampton by then? 79 when we were in Windsor and 80. 1980 when we moved up to Toronto. Uh, 1980, uh, not, okay. Brampton. Yeah. And did you ever see them at the exhibition stadium? Was that? I did. I went down to uh, the one I remember was uh, we went to the Boston Red Sox. I might have photographed somewhere of it. I might have even posted them on the Facebook page. Uh, I've still got the ticket stuff somewhere as well. Uh, we play the Red Sox. And what was it like watching baseball there? I mean, that, that's something that, that predates me. Really, you know, everybody was full of it. They were, they were, uh, you know, really a lot of excitement. We, I think we went down on the, um, we didn't drive there. We went down on the go train and got off at, 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 at the stadium, stadium stuff through with everybody else. And it was really nice, really nice. I, I mean, I've been to a lot of um, football matches in England uh, prior to that, but I mean, the 70s were a horrendous time for football here. It was, it was a battle. The war zone was football in the seventies. Uh, point to there, it was a like a breath of fresh air. There was sure you know, singing and shouting and 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 uh, of course I took my wife and she was just she said I'm just fascinated with the crowd. She said I'm watching all the all the vendors going around with the yes. hot dogs and and get your hot dogs here and Coca Cola and they were bringing these big bucketfuls of Coca Cola around. She said they were massive. So yeah, we we enjoyed it. I enjoyed the atmosphere and the, and 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 what have you. But uh, it was a bit of a funny stadium. I've also went, went to Exhibition Stadium to watch the um, Argonauts. Yep. The football, and I watched. Uh, went for a couple of um, Toronto Blizzard soccer games, as they call them. So yeah, I've gone to Exhibition Stadium half a dozen times. 
Yeah, because yeah. certainly looking at the photos, I mean, you can sort of tell that it was used for multiple sporting events, and you sort of got you got sort of this big stand on, on sort of almost on one side, and then the outfield is sort of halfway across the football field. It clearly was never going to be a long term option for the Jays to stay there. But am I right in thinking that the very first game was you know was in the snow? It was. Yeah, I, yeah, it was. Yeah, I've, I've seen pictures of it and yeah, uh, guides the skis and stuff like that. When they moved from Exhibition Stadium to Skydome, as it was then, uh, did you do you remember the stadium being built, the ballpark being built? Uh, yeah, I, 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 when did it open? It was, I think it was opening as as I was leaving. Yeah, about nineteen eighty. About that time, yeah, late eighties. It, it it was it was yeah eighty nine. 90 it was opening then and yeah we'd we'd seen it on uh in fact i've got a couple of pictures my, uh my brother came over to see us um a couple of years before that and i've got pictures from the top of the cn tower of the uh cn marshalling yards which used to be at the foot of the tower and that's where the stadium was built on on the the old on the old uh railroad yard there so i've got the picture kind of before and so I think with the CN Tower, was it 74? Am I is that the date that's right in my head when the CN Tower was built? Yeah, uh, again, before my time. Before uh, your time. I, so it was already there. Yeah, it was already there. Yeah, it was there. It was uh, all, always been there as far as Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, it probably feels like it, certainly. Uh, I think I think it was early 70s if my if my history is correct. So going into Skydome, did you actually get to see some games there? Um, I did. We went back for a holiday um, in the noughties. I can't remember the exact date, but so uh, we went. We, we went back for a holiday and stayed with friends and had a look around and caught up with people that we used to know. And uh, I got tickets for the Sky Dome, and lo and behold, it was the Boston Red Sox again. <laughs> of course, and we lost. <laughs> so we lost again. So I've only seen them live twice. <laughs> They played the Boston Red Sox both times. They lost both games. So I don't like the Boston Red Sox at all. <laughs> Yankees, I don't mind. I, I honestly don't mind the Yankees. So it's the Red Sox I have a uh. problem with. really have a problem with the Red Sox. Really do. Yeah. Yankees are all right. Yeah. I can remember uh, in the 80s when uh, when the team was building and on a couple of occasions, you know, there were weekend games and they were watching on TV. And we went into into Yankee Stadium and won, you know, won quite. And I thought, well, you know, we've we've arrived. You know, the the, the team's arrived. If we're going into Yankee Stadium and giving them a game and winning the odd game there, you know, I think I think they won one against Goose Gossage when he was to pitch Yankees, and he was awesome with Gossage. Uh, but yeah, um, so I knew that the Blue Jays had land, you know. We we've arrived now because we're we're competing. So yeah, it was it was it was it was good times. I I you know the players were there at the time, and of course you still got Buck Martinez doing play by plays on the uh, on, on the uh, TV. So good memories. I think Ernie Witt was my wife's favourite player. Ernie Witt, yeah, she liked Ernie Witt. She she liked his uh, when he was out. You know when he was being interviewed and. Uh, after you know when too many came out to you know uniform said he's 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 a nice blocker he is yeah very nice yeah if you've got a story to tell 
send us an email, bluejaysfansuk at gmail.com. Now, back to Red, White, and Blue Jays. When you came to leave Canada to come back to the UK, how did you try and follow the Jays? I mean, I, I guess I about... I did try to follow them. Yeah, I mean, it was pre-internet. I mean, the, the internet wasn't in 1990. We're not, you know, there wasn't much about... There was somebody in England producing uh, like a baseball digest every, every few weeks. I can't remember what it was called now, but I subscribed to that. And it was sort of the whole league, uh, the whole leagues and the whole results for the entire, you know, for the entire patch. It wasn't just Blue Jays. It wasn't a Blue Jays. It was a um, a full a full thing for it. And then uh, I got into the past uh, the millennium and about, I don't know, 2000. I can't remember when it was, actually. When I first started watching on TV, it was probably somewhere around about, Oh, 2015, 2014, and I was looking around. On, I was just, I was just looking around on the internet myself to see. Um, I, I heard that um, you know American uh, Forces Network carried baseball, so I, so I was just like looking for you know baseball broadcasts on the internet, and uh, something to fall fall in with, uh, fall, you know um, MLB TV. Thought, oh, that looks interesting, and. Um, had a look at it and uh, told my wife what I'd found, and I said it's about eighty pound for a season. I said it's when you compare it to Sky Sports, it's 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 a bargain, you know. It's not that's that's for the entire, you know. She said, "Yeah, you're interested. Yeah, we'll we'll do it." So I got myself set up with a tablet and a smart, you know, plugged into back a TV set, and uh, we we're away. It was brilliant. Watching it, where they were, when they were, you know, they were on the verge of bit something great, but it never quite happened. Yeah, I mean, I, I just going back to when you came back and and that whole dilemma. I think, I think I, you know, talking to young fans now who obviously are in the world of the internet and MLB TV and all these things that you know, just at a flick of a switch, we can watch virtually anything around the, around the world. Uh, I think for for those of us who are a little bit older, I came back from my first trip in '94, so a couple of years. Uh, after you but still pre-internet and uh you, you know i think that whole sort of well where do you go to find out any news because it's clearly not covered covered here and wh- where you went to your baseball digest which i do remember i think i got a couple of copies of the baseball digest uh magazine but i tended to go and find a usa today newspaper down at wh smith or somewhere like that and and just you know, try and flick through and, and get a bit of, bit of news. But of course, when I came back, it was just, they went straight into the strike, uh, which then of course lasted another year and a bit in the mid, mid 90s. So it was a long time before I actually got some proper, proper J stuff. But like you, the, the whole invention of MLB TV has opened up the possibility of, of watching, uh, you know, the, the teams that we love. Uh, and as you say, it's, it's, a, it's a bargain bucket price compared to other packages you can get out there. And, and we have the joy of not being in any blackout zones here in the UK. So, uh, yeah. you know, we can watch literally any game. Yeah. So uh, if you got it around 2014, obviously you went through all the backflip fun yeah. games in 2015. How, how was that, watching that? The, 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 um, the was it, um, oh, I can't remember, was it game? It was the fifth inning, was it? The, the, the big? Yeah, the fifth, fifth game against the Texas Rangers, yeah. Uh, and to me, that hour was probably the 
one of the finest hours of baseball watching I've ever, I, I'd ever, I'd ever seen. I, I, I stayed up for it, and um, oh, it was just tremendous. You know, anybody who's not a baseball fan could sit through that and, and lift, look at that and the, the passion and the noise and the incidents and you know what's happening now, what's happening now, and oh, it was just amazing. Well, if you get a chance to listen to our episode one uh, of this podcast, uh, I spoke to a young lady called Meg and she went to that game with her dad. And so we spoke a long time about, you know, the experience of actually being in the stadium for that for that moment and, and, the, and the shenanigans of the seventh inning and the fun and games that all ensued was just extraordinary. And I said at the time, I think it's probably been the most intense moment in sport that I can remember because of because of the craziness of how it uh, how it played out, it was just extraordinary, wasn't it? It was. It really was. It was for all kinds of reasons. It was just tremendous. Yeah, it really was. Sat here on my own watching it, but I I, I did have a, a somebody who was actually messaging in Canada at the time. He was a, a relative of a friend of mine. Uh, he lived he lived in Kingston, and I was kind of exchanging messages with him on through Messenger, but. Uh, it uh, never came to you know we didn't build up a long term friendship, but um, you know I had at least had somebody to to um, converse with that way you know, through that you know through that game. But uh, since then, that's amazing, uh, I, I, and I think that's what that's what makes sport, isn't it? It's that connection <clears throat> in terms of your connection with the team, but also connection with others who are enjoying the same ex- experience with you. I, I am, but like I said the 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 the. the uh, issue is that you know nobody around here knows anything about about baseball. I mean, I tell them that uh, I'm follow baseball. And I'm going on tonight to watch first baseball game. They're oh rounders. What what's that? You know, I mean, we have a across the street with a guy. Um, he um, he plays Lanc- He plays now plays Lancashire League cricket. But he uh, he had a spell where he was in the England one day one day international team and. Um, he can't understand, you know, why I watch that. So I'm really trying to get him around one night to sit him in front of the TV set and pick a game from the archives and sit down and watch this and watch the athleticism and watch what they do with it and, you know, what they do with the bat and the ball. And uh, you'll, you'll appreciate it then when you, when you see it. Yeah. What they do. Oh, they've got a big glove on their hand. I said, yeah, but they're patrolling a couple of acres of ground, really. They have to... You know, it's all checks and balances. It's all checks and balances. And it, it balances out perfectly for me. Uh, as far as I see. It's a good bash rolls, but you go, you know, it, it's just balanced, so balanced. And, and you, you've got, on one hand, you've got the the team, is playing as a team, you know, there's, there's nine against nine, but then you get the one-on-one picture batter. And, you know, that's, I, I can't think of any other sport where you get that situation where you have a team game, but very, very individual, individualistic as well. I mean, you can see a pitcher going to pieces and throwing balls all over the place. You can see a, a batter flailing around in, you know, not seeing anything, you know, and he's just flailing at the ball. And you think, or, or on the other hand, you can see somebody who's going to come to play to first, first pitch, first pitch like Blue Jays do this last year. And it's, it's out, it's out of the, the park. And you think, well, oh, they're scoring runs for fun now, aren't they? Yes. So it's scary that they next game, they're not, are they? I mean, next game, they come against a, a better pitcher and 
the bats are silent. You, you just don't know. You just don't know. It's, it's so, you know, any team in baseball can beat any other team in baseball on the day. Mm. You can't say much about many leagues, about many sports, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, t- I t- totally agree. I think it's the, it's the enjoyment that we get from watching something like this. And I think because it is, it, it has similarities to, cricket you know in terms of it's it's a long game it's it's not a short game it's a sort of thing that you can have on in the corner of the room and not have to literally watch every moment but you still get an essence of what's happening in in the sport but i think it's 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 the experience of going to watch baseball as much as this the game itself it's really a bit fun you know? Yeah, it's just it's it's fantastic and i love love listening to your enthusiasm as you talk about it 7 p.m. First Pitch in Toronto. Midnight First Pitch in London. We're Blue Jays Fans UK. And we stay up late. You're listening to Red, White and Blue Jays. Moving forward to uh, last season, how did you, and I mean, obviously it was a a very difficult year for you, so I'm just conscious of that, but did you manage to follow the Jays much last year with everything else that was happening in your life at that time? Just concentrate on the on, on the Blue Jays themselves. Yeah, they um, did a young, uh, inexperienced team mainly, and um, I thought they performed well. Um, they when you know when they did, they were very streaky. Um, they'd win a they'd win a, a shed load of games and then won a four or five game losing streak. So um, they probably ended finished up where they should have done. Uh, you know, given the record, um, you know, missing out, just missing out on the playoffs. Um, uh, they are and always have been in the toughest division in baseball, without doubt. Mm. Without doubt. I mean, Toronto won 98, 98 of games and didn't get anywhere with that record. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, they they would have beaten a lot of other teams in the you know, they've been in any other division, they'd probably won it three, four, five, six times by now. But um because of the division they're in, uh they always had the Red Sox and the Yankees, and now it seems Tampa Bay are <laughs> defeat as well. So, you know, you've 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 and, and and because we play each other in the division that many times, it's it's a tough season for it really is. And um, they're a young team, and this is the first full season because the season before was truncated because of the um, the COVID. So this is the first full season they've had, and I think they've benefited a lot from that. Um, I think they will have, you know, they've they've been around the league, they've seen all the pictures, and um, they perform well against most of them. And um, mm-hmm. I think they always they've always needed um, uh, pictures. Um, I mean, a season or two ago, they were going into a game and dropping five runs in the first inning. I mean, you, once you do that, you've you're you're in the hole from, you know, as soon as you get to bat and you fight, you haven't batted and you're four or five runs down. It's um, it's impossible. You know, it, it's not an easy situation. I know they did it once, where they were losing ten two at one time and the end they ended up winning it. So. It doesn't happen very often. So I think it was a building season, an experience season, and uh, they got the full 162 under the belt, and um, they know what it's about now. So I think next season they should be a lot, lot better. Yeah, I was going to say, are you, are you looking forward to next season in terms of 
can they go one step further? Obviously, they're so close to the um, wild card game this year, uh, losing it on the final day of the season. Are you optimistic for for twenty twenty two? Yeah, I am optimistic. I'm always optimistic. I mean, fans are, aren't they? You know, it's just you know, you know, wait till the next season, we'll get you then. We'll get you then. But uh, yeah, I'm always optimistic about them. And uh, yeah, I even more so with the with, you know with the really good uh, you know Vlad uh, Vlad of course and um, Bowen and all these you know, the good youngsters. You know, just so we can hold on to them when uh, the contracts end. It'll be a a massive bidding war for Vladimir Guerrero if if you know. If he uh, comes out of contract and it's uh, astronomical what he's going to do now with the record he's had, the yeah. exposure in America. That's the problem with the, with being a, a Toronto-based team. They, 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 um, you don't get the media coverage that the American American teams do. Mm. Um, I think the American, I, I did comment that the the the, the Americans were American networks were much for. Preferred it to be uh, New York and Boston in the playoffs rather than Toronto and one of the others because of the you know they get two markets then they get two two markets to broadcast into so oh, that's just a geography but um, I think we're doing all right well they they're, they're doing okay I'm I'm quite pleased with them and the manager too he seems to know what he's doing yeah I, th- I think I think yeah he had he probably had a bit of a wobble. During the season, I think there, was, there are a few calls in terms of whether he was the right man for the job, and I, I, I still have a slight question mark whether whether Charlie will be the right man long term. So, certainly, he's going to be back for next season. But I, you know, I, if they if they didn't start well, I think that might be a question mark over him. But yeah. to, to be fair play to him, he got them so close this year, and um, you know, I think you have to acknowledge the hard work that he's done to get get him there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, they, they were very streaky. I mean, they weren't consistent, but that's that's the sign of a, a young, inexperienced team. They're not, um, you do, you know, they'll win 11, you know, unbeaten in 11, and then they'll go and lose four or five on the, you know, it's very, it's not, they're not consistent, but they'll get that, I hope. I hope that'll come, consistency. Totally. So, yeah, quite, uh, quite good, uh, uh, quite, Pleased with it, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, it's watching anyway, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I got another quick one um, uh, 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 about, um, I, I mean, I do like talking about my wife and um, when we were, uh, we, we, we were watching the game in, in, you know, in Brampton on the TV set and um, because of the rhythm of the game, she found it, she said, I find it quite, quite relaxing, you know, because of the, you know, winnings and, and in and out and in and out. She said uh, many, many of the time she's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have a half an hour upset here and go to sleep. And we had a little boy at the time. She was quite tired. I said, you'll miss the game. No, she said, it's okay. Work me up for the ninth inning. I said, why? She said, well, that's the only one that matters. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> In one sense, she's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I just... I, I had your reaction to that. Yeah, I thought, well, oh, yeah, I can't say anything. I can't yeah. argue about that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the last out is always the most important out, isn't it? Yeah, it is. yeah. So, yeah, she got it. She got it. Yeah. So tell me, how did you sort of connect in? I know you're in the Blue Jays Fans UK Facebook group. Mm-hmm. I, I was just, how, how did you find that group? Were you introduced to it, or was it just through searching? I, yeah, I was looking, looking through 
poster would be, you know, searching on this Blue Jays and, you know, like an internet troll to see what was on Facebook. And, oh, so these look okay. Blue Jays fans here. So that's me. You know, so I, 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 yeah, I'll uh, I'll join this and uh, see, what, see, what, see what we can do. Yeah. I, I read a lot of the posts. I don't post a lot. Um, I feel a bit, I don't know whether there's, I'm, I'm in East Lancashire. Um, Accrington, it's uh, you're from Poole, aren't you? You're way down, yep. so yeah, the geography of it will be a bit um, strange. You uh, we're between um, I'm in between Blackburn and Burnley, uh, east and west, and I'm about 20 miles north of Manchester, just due north of Manchester, uh, in East Lancashire. Um, but uh, like I said, this. Uh... I bet your bottom dollar there is a Jays fan not far from you. Uh, I, a couple of years ago, I did a map uh, where I got everybody just to tell me which town that they were based in. And uh, I started sort of putting pins on the map around the UK. Uh, and there's literally Jays fans everywhere across the United Kingdom. So you won't be a million miles from somebody who's who's a Jays fan. Uh, I, I can I can assure you of that. Um, but I was fascinated by when we first had a, a bit of conversation across Messenger on Facebook in terms of how sport has helped you in this this last sort of season uh, for you. And obviously, having been married for so long, and it's an amazing achievement. Um, Forty six years is is just extraordinary, and many congratulations for all those years. And I think you must have so many memories of of, of great times. Mm. How has following the Jays or following sport more in general, in terms of helped you during the season? It, 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 it's a release. It, it, it's um, it, because you, especially with the, like a three hour uh, baseball game, you you. You're lost in the rhythm of the game, um, and um, I'm not saying you concentrate on the game, but you're watching the game, and, and uh, the other thoughts are kind of not 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 gone away, but you know they're, they're, you're comfortable with what you're doing, and it's it's like doing any any hobby uh, where you're um, it, you're absorbed in what you're doing, um, you know the the the, the rest. The outside world uh, kind of doesn't, I don't say it doesn't exist, but you know, you can uh, block it out. I mean, I'm, I'm quite good at that. So I, I used to work in, uh, in, in, machine, in a machine shop, very, very noisy environment, you know, metal bars being dropped off floor and everything. And, but because you're working on your machine, you, you don't hear it. I, I was the same when I was programming. Um, I'd get in the zone and, and yeah, I'm concentrating on what I'm doing. and People had to literally tap me on the shoulder to, to get me attention. Must have called me. I wouldn't have thought. It's the same with baseball and watching sport. You're, you're involved with the action on the TV. And it's um, not saying it's a release, but it, it, you, you, you're somewhere else, if you know what I mean. You, 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 you work a day of life isn't, isn't there. And, and you know, you, you, your issues and, and problems are put to one side. and um, uh, it 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 helped and um, yeah, it was like right at the start of the uh, season that in in May, you know, when she when when she passed and um, so we're watching it after that and through the season and that sort of 
marking the games in, in uh, on the calendar that you know that were on the evening, which were the good ones to watch. You know that posted posted a list of the UK friendly games, and you know I'd, I'd make sure I was watching, and it, it it sort of it helped the passage of time while I was watching it. It also helps the passage of time when you're watching for yesterday's result and watching for last night's result and, and you're waiting for next Saturday's game to come. So, and especially being a daily game, unlike football, where it's once a week normally, you've got to wait seven days for the next one. With baseball, it's last night's result. It's always the night before. The night, you know, you, you've always got something to wake up to. So I wonder what they did last night. You know, you're tapping with your on the phone or... Uh, you know, MLB dot. You know, your 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 MLB app and uh, seeing what happened, and you know, oh, they were there as well. Oh, great! Yeah. Oh no, what are they doing? <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. Then then you look at the score and you say, you know, losing, winning pitcher, losing pitcher, and you think you know, you know immediately. I think more well, if you're good at it, you know, roughly what the story of the game was before you look at the before you look at the scores. The uh, Scores, the box scores and stuff. But uh, yeah, and it also, you know, it's the stats as well, and it's getting in the figures and the numbers, and yeah, it's uh, it's just a it takes you out of the world, takes you out of this world for the moment, and that's I think all does that. But but more so, um, baseball. Uh, watching, you know, listening to baseball at radio is really, really, really. I, I prefer it at radio anyway, if I could, and uh, listen on there. I mean. You listen to footballs uh, on radio. Every attack sounds like it's going to be a goal. So uh, it's you can't really watch it on. You can't really listen to it on radio, but you can. You you can definitely listen to it on on uh, uh, with baseball. Yeah, it's 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 a fantastic sport on radio. I I, I love. It. It's a bit like listening test match special for the cricket. Uh, I think that there is just a, a story that they weave into the game that is beyond just physically watching what's actually happening out on the field at that particular time. It's that they do with, with you learn so much about what, what they're talking about. And, um, I mean, I had a clue what who Tommy John was. So, you know, Tommy John said, but I looked it up and found out about it. And yeah, I know exactly what they're talking about now. Yeah. And I saw the description of it and yeah, I've read some pictures actually. I've asked, I've asked to have, Tommy John surgery, surgery electively. Mm. Say it improves the throwing arm. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it's it? Better, better than original equipment. Yeah, yeah. you know they're they're <laughs> they're, not, they're not great on it. But, yeah, strange. Anyway, it's, it's just winding up the spring in the arm. That's what that's all it's yeah, doing. They're doing making a better spring in the arm. Yeah. You, you've already mentioned Tom Cheek and Jerry Howarth. You of course are synonymous with Blue Jays broadcasts. And uh, and I think, you know, Ben Wagner, who's the current Jays radio broadcaster, I think he does a fantastic job as well. I, I really enjoy uh, listening to him. And, and I will often uh, just have that playing, even if I can't physically watch a game, I'll have Ben in my ears or whatever uh, to, to to listen to it. Maybe one of the late night games, uh, you know, I'll, I'll plug myself in as well. Which uh, And I think it's, it's just, I think that's that old American pastime, isn't it? Baseball on the radio. And I think they've they've got the essence of that brilliantly. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's a game made for radio. I think it's a, the way they describe it. Cause it's so, you know, swinging a miss and all this and swinging a fly ball. And you know, if you know what uh, what 
what to do. I've also got um, my kind of baseball philosophy as well, is that when I first started watching them again, it tended to be it tended to be like the Josh Josh Donaldsons who were flailing away at everything, trying to hit trying to hit every ball for a home run, and it was usually a solo and if they connected with it, I much prefer what they call a small ball game, you know, where you you know a, a quick single to first and then you steal second and you go to third on a sack fly and that you know that that sort of thing where, where you your manufacturing runs out to know that's that's is the proper game. Where you're manufacturing the runs rather than clearing the bases with an home run, and and yeah, you know, okay, okay, but, and you know, you just got a big bat, you are lucky, connect it right, you go that, but making a run out of nothing, you know, getting a base wild pitch, and you know, you're 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 reading the game, the relaxed game, and uh, watching them, you know, stealing home even, and we've had that as I've seen that a couple of times this season, and yeah, really really good, it puts the other team on the. On the toast, but they don't know what you're going to do, you know, they, when you're doing that kind of game. And I much prefer the, you know, the little, you know, seeing on a, 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 an unearned run is a beautiful thing yeah. to me. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, no, to, to, totally get it. And I think I think we live in a world with with power hitters now, don't we? Uh, and particularly in the Jays lineup this year, you know, four of them going over the uh, hundred RBIs, and it's just they are big hitters, but there is something about the game when the small ball, uh, as you say, you're stealing runs and you're putting the team in, in into a pressure situation, which makes errors happen and all those sort of things. It is fab- that's the beauty of the game, isn't it? It can be both and. Yeah, and um, yeah, Charlie's sort of encouraging that. Then uh, I was explaining baseball to my son actually. Um, uh, He's, um, he, he's, he's autistic. Well, he has Asperger's syndrome. And I, and I said, I'm going on to watch baseball. He said, how did you play that, Dad? And I explained that the three, you know, the, basically the uh, nine innings, three batters out. Um, you, you you get on base. You, ha- you have to run every time you hit the ball. And um, uh, if you hit a home run, you get to run right. You know, you get, to, you get to run. But I said, if there's people in front of you on the bases, um, they get, they all get kind of pushed home as well. So when I finished explaining to him, he said, well, he said, seems to me like the object of this game is to get as many people on bases as you can. I said, you know, you're, you, you're, you've never seen a game. No, he said, you're exactly right. Get as many people on bases as you can and see what happens. So, yeah, that's where it all starts. That's it. He grasped it right away. Grasped it. Really good. Really good. You're listening to Red, White, and Blue Jays, the podcast of Blue Jays Fans UK. That's great, Alan. Uh, I was, it's fantastic t- chatting to you. Uh, I, I love it. Absolutely, I've enjoyed it too. Yeah, I sort of like to enjoy more chats like this. Yeah, no, absolutely. We'll, we'll definitely, we'll definitely do this again. I'd just love to hear a bit more of your stories uh, of your time over over in Canada and, and and so on. But I just, what I love about just talking to you is just your passion for the game your enthusiasm for it and yeah, yeah. Uh, as i say having come through a very difficult um, moment in your life to be able to still connect with people over an enjoyment of a sport is fantastic to see people listening or, or you know in my own life we we get to a difficult situation i hope that something of me will reflect a little bit of how you are now and uh, i think it, it's highly commended in terms of how you are coping and, and managing in this new season of your life 
Right, some of the other fourteen Springer, it's one of it's always having happiness I think happiness is having something to look forward to. So got forward to forward to spring training next year and see what you know, see what happens. And yeah, it's uh, it, it it's game on again, isn't it, next year? So it's all new totally. season. So absolutely. Can't wait, yeah, can't wait. Brilliant. I'm going to finish us our time off by doing our top 10 questions that uh, I've done with everybody else. So um, these are quick, quick answers. No, no need to too much deep thought, but let's have your favorite player from 2021. Um, 2021, probably Bo. Bo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're the first person not to say Vladdy. So that's a nice change. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. He, 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 he's quite no. I, I, I do like it. He, he, I do like him. I, I like his, I like his showmanship as well. He, he's, he's long, you know, he's longer when he takes his helmet off and he shakes his head. And <laughs> that, that, that's to me, that's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, real showman. You know, real showing character at a very young age. You know what I mean? And uh, he, he, he does. Um, I call him books. I forgot his last name. Vichette. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's even got a great name, you know. <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, it's it's you know Star Wars, but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. You like the like a bit of bow flows, do you? The, the old hairstyle there. That's, yeah, uh... a bit of flow there. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Okay, that's great to hear, Bo Uh Who's your favourite player of all time? Probably going back to uh, probably set Tom Henke. Henke, yep. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned yeah, the reliever, the first, you know, the first really good stopper we got, and um, yeah, I love watching him. Oh, great! He's coming up at nine, you know, rubbing my hands, and he's going to blow away, you know. And uh, yeah, I, I, I do like the defensive game as well as the as the offensive game. So I do appreciate the def- defensive side of it, you know, the good catches. And I suppose other than that, it will probably be um, Kevin Pillar. Okay. Yeah, for sure, and as well, yeah, um, sad that he had to go, but he yeah, free space of squad, didn't they? So yeah, defensively yeah. he was great, wasn't he, Pilar? But yeah, I think offensively he wasn't quite so strong. But certainly when he was out in centre field, yeah, he did some remarkable, remarkable stuff. Yeah, so them too from the olden days and the new. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Who would your favourite non-Blue Jays player be? And I bet it's nobody from the Red Sox. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, difficult question. That can't think of anybody else. Of me, no, really. Nobody, uh, nobody sort of grabbed you. That's fine. No, that's okay. No problem at all. How about your favourite ballpark away from Roger Centre? Uh, Stadium's nice. Um, Fenway's nice and quirky. I, I, I don't know. I, I think probably um, the old Tiger Stadium. Old Tiger Stadium, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been back back to your your heydays. Your favourite baseball food? What would you choose if you're going to a baseball game? Well, not what I had last time when I went. We got some. Uh, we got a, hot, a giant hot dog and some fries, and you must have emptied a pound of salt on these fries. <laughs> they were, the, they were uh, I think, probably a hot dog on its own. Hot dog on its yeah, own. Without, uh, go yeah, for the go for like. the go for the classic. Yeah. Um, and your favourite drink? What would you have with your with your hot dog? Root beer. Okay, root beer. Root Every beer. Time. Root beer. My favourite beer, especially A and W root beer. Okay. Alan, what the same initials? 
Uh, of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in fact, they sell it on Amazon. I'm thinking of getting a couple of cases off, off Amazon. Nice little Christmas tipple for you. Yeah. Day game or night game? Mm, day game. Day game, okay. Your favourite Blue Jays jersey colour? Baby blue. Navy blue, yeah. Baby blue, no, oh, the baby, baby blue. Oh, baby blue, baby, baby blue. blue. You, know, you like baby the new blue, you like the new blue do you? yeah. Yeah, the, the light blue ones, yeah, the baby blue. The baby yeah. blue, very good. Your favourite jersey number? Um, no, I don't. I haven't got a... I don't know. You haven't no. got one that... Uh, no. No, that's fine. And um, finally, roof open or roof closed? Open, I should think. Open. It's a play. It's just a game that should be played outdoors. Yeah. 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 I think, time. I think, I think uh, a lot of people would, would, would go for that option. Uh, you know, sitting under the CN Tower on a gorgeous summer's day, it's a, it's a brilliant place to watch watch baseball I can remember in, in the past in, in the late eight, in the late 80s there were an exhibition stadium where the wind and was blowing in off the lake and uh, they're all chanting we want to dome we want to dome we want to dome <laughs> it's only real one yeah why not why not to me it's a, it, it should have been it, it, I think it's been built it wrong place by the way but um, apart from that it's uh, you know it's as much a a cultural um, asset as an opera house or a, a theatre, as far as I'm concerned, is a, a, a decent stadium. I wish they'd have built it down here. It's uh, just off the 401. It's, uh, it's quite difficult to get that surrounded by the city like it is. Yeah, yeah, it's right in downtown, isn't it? Yeah, really right downtown. And a lot of them now are going for out of town. They're going for out of town stadiums where they have, they have a lot more room, parking. Because there is a bit of rumour, isn't there, or creating a new stadium right down on the waterfront somewhere, um, which, of course, would still be downtown as opposed to out of the city, uh, which I think you know, probably has, from a sort of scenic viewpoint, uh, a lot of positives. But, yeah, it's maybe not the easiest place to actually get to because uh, the tra- traffic in Toronto is pretty chock-a-block, isn't it? Yeah, it was then and it probably is even worse now, but yeah. Yeah. Well, Alan, thank you so much for your time tonight. It's been super exciting talking to you. Uh, I've loved, your, as I said earlier, your enthusiasm and your passion for, for the team. And uh, just just listening to your stories and memories of all the years that have gone by, but also having a very positive attitude towards the future and the excitement for spring training next year. And I think a lot of people who are listening today Will be will be really encouraged to hear your story, and and so I, I'm just so very grateful that you've been able to spend a bit of time with me uh, to do that. So thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, more than welcome. I enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Brilliant. The Red, White, and Blue Jays podcast is a production of Blue Jays Fans UK. If you've got a Blue Jays story to share, let us know. Email us at bluejaysfansuk at gmail.com. And follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Blue Jays Fans UK. I'm your announcer, Jim Langton. Thanks for listening.